Hold My Drink with Charlene and Ellie, a Go Light original. Rich, I have their picture up and their picture is with seven other men. Who is Which one are you? Which one am I going on a date with? Yeah, do you know what I mean? Am I getting all seven of you? That wouldn't be bad. So if you have the confidence, you'll be able to make the conversation there. They're leading on from each other as well. And you'll be able to make the connection. The three C's. They want to be with women physically, but they want to earn it. They want to earn it. So you you give them the benefits when they've earned it, when they're 110% all in, when they're all committed, and you raise the bar and you be the high standard woman. Welcome to How My Drink with Charlene and Ellie. Our podcast is like a group chat between your best friends, the girls' bathroom on a night out where you spill all the gossip on relationship dilemmas and life. If you're a return listener, welcome back. And if you're a new listener, welcome. welcome. How My Drink is out for you every Wednesday, but we also bring you bonus episodes every Monday so you can listen to more of us now on the Girl app or wherever you get your podcasts. On this week's episode, we are joined by Ireland's top dating and relationship expert, Frances Kelleher, who gave advice on some of your dilemmas and questions to do with your own dates, situationships and relationships. Frances also helped us wear our seats in the stalls and she just blew our mind with how much knowledge she has of absolutely everything to do with dating. I'm going to get married now, basically. Literally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Amazing. If you want to know how to have the best relationship ever and find someone, (laughs) then keep listening. How are yous? Woohoo! Limerick week! Yay! Limerick (laughs) birds! I'm so excited. I was on Channel Charlene. I was like, I know where to bring you for breakfast and all. I'm so excited to bring you around Limerick City. I've never been to Limerick like. She's never been. Never been. Oh my God. Yeah, no. Very excited. Haven't seen the... I don't think I looked up the picture of what the place looks like of UL. My dad was telling me about it. Mm. He was like, wow. I think it's a thousand people or something, isn't it? It's like um, like an op- lecture hall. Opera room. like. Is it not a lecture hall? I don't think so. There's not. Oh, probably. Because the University of Limerick. Well, maybe it's a fancy lecture room. Yeah. I can just imagine like one of my lecture halls from when I was in college. Like, just loads of little faces looking like, ah! I'm so excited. There are single tickets left from uch.e or call their box office. Mm-hmm. If you want to pop over. Yeah. By yourself or whatever. Do. We you always can. say that people can come on their own. And on their own. On their own. Yeah. So if you want to come along, don't be scared if you're only coming on your own. We're all there for the one reason to have a good night and yeah. So we fun. have a great show lined up. We do. Like a brilliant. Mm-hmm. Really, really, really excited. A few different things. Yeah. Um, yeah, really cool guests. And you'll say no more. Yep. Too exciting to tell you. Yes. So Wait I Tell You is where we tell you a bit of drama or scandal and madness from the week. We haven't actually recorded since... It wasn't last week you recorded, was it? Do we last, last week, off? week off? Yeah, so it's been a while. So my story is from, I think it was about last week or a week and a half ago, but basically I was out shooting content on, it was a Sunday night at like nine o'clock. Don't ask me why I was doing that <laughs> nine o'clock night on a Sunday. But I was, I was in town and I was standing across the road from a restaurant and I was like, I was just standing there at my pictures. I hadn't even actually took my jacket off yet. Like I was wearing, I wasn't even wearing my full outfit. I just kept pictures first to see the lighting. So I kept, I was fucking freezing. So I kept the big furry jacket on, my boots, whatever. I had it on, took a picture. And then I just heard like all this like, do you know the whistle? Can you do it? Like it's like, 
Yeah, like that. But like kept going, kept going, kept going. And it was kind of muffled. I was like, where's the Look behind. It was these two men sitting behind in the restaurant, outside the restaurant, but they were eating in the restaurant. Mm -hmm. And they kept going. I was like, ew. I was like, that's disgusting. They old? Yeah. Like 40s. Well, not not the 40s old, but like about 40s. One of them was probably 50s, I'd say. But uh, I kept trying to get them in the face and they just kept going, kept going. Then they started to lock their car was obviously beside me. They kept locking and unlocking it to make it flash. And I was like, oh no, my blood was boiling because I just think it's so disgusting. Like, it's just weird. It's just so horrible. Like, why would you try it? It's real intimidating. It yeah. can be like, why try like make that. someone intentionally uncomfortable? Uncomfortable. And I got, I went up to him. I goes, you know, that's not how you get, how you get a girl. Like, or mm. no girl. I said, no. I said, I goes, you know, no girls like that. And they were like, oh, we just wanted to tell you like how pretty you were, blah, blah. And I was like, well, no one likes that. And it, there's ways to go about things and that's not it. Like, I was like, you're making me feel really, really uncomfortable. I'm just trying to take a picture across the road. I'd really appreciate it if you stopped. They were like, oh, we just wanted to tell you. I was like, I just walked away. They were still talking. Walked away over the crossroad, stopped for a second. And then they started again. And I, then my blood boiled even more over my body. <laughs> and I ran into the restaurant and I was like, Did there's you just people. just walk past them? Just walked past them into the restaurant. And I was like, there's, there's people sitting outside your restaurant that are catcalling and make me feel uncomfortable. I've told them that and they keep doing it. Like, And obviously I wasn't part of the restaurant, so... It wasn't like they were like harassing a customer as such, but like they're harassing a young woman. Yeah, he was outside, and they were like, "Um, uh, they're just our reg, they're our regulars kind of thing." And like two women parents were like, "Oh, we know, like we understand we're women as well, blah blah." But it was like, not 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 that I expected that and was done. But then again, I'm like, why am I putting down that something could have been done? Yeah, like why are we women always saying as like, oh, you're being an inconvenient? Yeah, or like yeah. you're being too much. No, your customers in your restaurant are harassing someone. If that was my restaurant, I'd be like, see you later. Yeah, here's the bill. Yeah. Here's the bill. See you later. Like, oh, they're regulars. Like they're known to do that. I can't time. believe they said that to you. They're yeah. regulars. As if like let them do that because they're regulars. they're regulars. Yeah. Like they obviously spend a lot of money here. That their 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 money matters more than you. Then then my too. feeling, yeah. And I was like, do you know what? Right, and I just gave up then on the pictures, went back and tucked them in the car park. And that was it. Well, yeah. Shy. Shy. Shy that that yeah. has to happen. Like. Yeah. It wasn't even, it was a bad background anyway. Restaurant's ugly. Yeah, rotten. <laughs> Never go back um, there again. But yeah, I didn't, I didn't name shame the restaurant rotten. Cause I Why? Get, I feel like I get in fucking, I don't know. Nars <laughs> going to court again. To court too many times this fucking year, honestly. <laughs> I can't. Not that they would be able to do that, but I was like, it just brings a whole new. But I, w- I will, but I will be boycotting the restaurant. I won't be going back. Oh no! You think they'd even be like, listen, we're so sorry. We'll go out. We'll say like, I must actually. I was going to write. I was going to write to them. I wonder if you said it to a man. There was there? a man and two women there, and none of them done it. Because I wonder, does it would it make them feel? And like also, it happened. This one of the staff members, she was like, "Oh my god, tell my supervisor this because this happened." They done it to me on her way, and like one of the days she wasn't in work, and they done it to her not knowing that she was one of the staff there, and they were catcalling her. I was like, "Do you know what I mean?" She's already voicing her concerns, and everyone just like, "Like, how are women in Dublin meant to feel fucking safe? Yeah, how are like we meant to be treated? Like that that stems." To other things. Yeah, 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 When men can get away with that, they keep going up and up and up. That's like... Yeah, it's like anything. You you give an inch, they take a mile. It's, they keep going. Yeah, they just keep going. And it can turn into something really fucking dark and bad. Yeah, like, yeah. But they just... People don't care. And it's shit. Wankers. Yeah. Like, dickheads. Makes me so angry. Our regulars. Scarlet for your regulars. Like, the, the, the whole communication of voice around women in Ireland needs to change. Mm. Because nothing has changed. No. Like... 
it starts from little things like catcalling being taught in school that that's not appropriate. Like that sets the tone of how men think they, think they can do that. They start to think they can do other things that they should, they're not allowed to. Yeah. It just sets the tone of how they treat women. I wonder if that stemmed from years ago. Like, do you remember in like really old fashioned black and white movies, like, like men on building sites whistling at a woman and she's loving it. She's like strolling by loving it. I've does never it, seen that. Have you not? Yeah, I wonder does it come from that, that like it was nearly shown that women should feel, not honoured, but like should feel like, Happy. oh my God, yeah. they're noticing me or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Just the fucking opposite. I used to get caught called in my school uniform. Like that's disgusting. No. The more you think back on it, it's like, Ew. In a, u- a school uniform. Someone driving a car. Of age. Like, yeah. like what? Like, no. disgusting. And if anyone thinks that, like my kids will not be raised thinking that's fucking okay. No. It's not. Disgusting. Never. Peak and bleak of the week is when we pick one high and one low of the week. So peak is obviously the high, bleak being the low. Mm-hmm. My peak of the week is I got to go over and see Dano. You did. Had a lovely weekend. Good. I went Fair. to his game. I went out then with a few couples from his team. Got really drunk. Dessert. Got Nando's. Got a roast dinner. It was lovely. Was the roast nice? Oh, it was too good. Is it? And a, and a baked cookie dough for after. Oh, lovely. Mm, lovely. Yeah, yeah. But then I have two bleaks. Go on. First of all, my ankle's really sore. I think I've... What did you do? Is that my tie? Yeah. From Wednesday, I heard it. Yeah. Because I'm using my tendon too much, they said. They think that might be... I need to go to physio. I have no time to go to physio. Um, that it's like... I'm like basically strained it. Like it's not sprained, but it's right. just strained. So I need to rest a little bit. Still going to go, but just not kick. I was getting thrown elbows yesterday. <laughs> and then my other bleak is that I realised that my nipple bar fe- fell out. Okay. So then I got a hoop earring and I put it through, but I was giving myself a nipple cripple, so I had to take it. You did what? Excuse me? You put a hoop through your nipple? You're like a bull. No, what it wasn't. It, I didn't put the. It was a hoop that has a long stick coming out the back. I had to. I wanted to. Is it in it now? No. I was going to. I was like, I can't sit there with nipple cripple all podcast and have a big lump sticking out my nipple. So I'm just going to go to Georgia Arcade after this and hopefully I can get. You will. You can uh, get them to put it in. Or are you going to put it in? Oh, no, I'll do it myself. DIY. Yeah. Yeah. Holy yeah. fuck. Well, that's my. Oh, too big. I still get pains in my nipples when you talk about your nipples. Really? Yeah. You can feel it like. Yeah. Slip a scar and all on it. Yeah, well, I do, but it's better fucking stay out, stay open. <laughs> Don't close up, because they close up really quick, apparently. Do they? You can close up in, like, a day, so I need to run. When did it come up? When did it... I think... I don't know. I think... It, I thought it was this morning in the shower. I looked in the shower, it wasn't there. And it was quite heavy. I don't know how I didn't hear it fall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Could be worse. Could be. Um, My peak and bleak of the week is... Peak is obviously we're going to Limerick. And I'm yeah. so excited. I'm so excited to go down and see all my family. Oh yeah, you've seen the ladies. It's been. A, I was on time. My mum was like, "Have my cousin seen my boobs?" And she was like, "I don't think so." Oh my god! I don't think I've been down since before I got my boobs done. Wow! I don't think. Um. So yeah, peak. We're going home, Remember? bitches. Yeah. And bleak. It's getting closer to my little brother leaving. Oh yeah. I'm really sad. Very really sad. Yeah. It is sad. Oh, I might cry. Oh. <laughs> don't. <laughs> Fine. He's gonna have such a good. It's like Sean. Remember how sad we were. I guess bedroom, but still. I know. <laughs> but like he, he'll have such a good time that you won't even have time to feel sad. Like you'll miss them, but 
It's it's so good, and he'll be home. Yeah, and we'll see him soon. Yeah, exactly. I just feel so like I know it's weird. Just mind, especially because he's the youngest and he's leaving first out like in the house. So yeah. it's a big space, big gap with the baby's gone. Yeah, the baby yeah. boy is gone. Yeah. So we took next week off the podcast because I'm not going to be mentally able to speak. <laughs> I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't. But yeah, oh, we're double recording. That's today. my week. Less than a week now. Yeah, six. So six days. Six days. I'm supposed. He's buzzing. Yeah. I have to just keep thinking that. It's a bittersweet thing. Though, keep thinking it? of Christmas. We oh, we yeah. did the food shop actually. I, I got the food shop in Marks and Spencer's for Christmas. We never normally do that. Already? Yeah, I pre-ordered everything so oh, I get to me. go down and collect it. Wow. So pre-ordered everything and Jack was giving out to us in the car today. The year I leave you are going to Marks Spencer's <laughs> for everything. <Yeah. laughs> He's like, I said, Jack, there's only four of us now. You're yeah, gone. Yeah. Gone we can do. left the extra budget. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. But um, yeah, so that's my bleak. That's your bleak. So today on the podcast, we are delighted to be joined by Ireland's top dating and relationship experts, Francis Kelleher. Welcome to Have My Drink. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> that was pretty silly. We're, We're so, so excited. Yeah. This is so, so we had a sex expert on before, mm-hmm. but this wow. is different because this is like a relationships and dating, which we talk about every single week. But we always claim that we, we like to say we're not viable. So people don't take us too seriously. Yeah, just we don't ruin people's lives. Yeah, we're not the experts. Yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. So tell us a little bit about yourself and how how do you get into a career of of what you do? How does that start? Great question. Thanks for having me, girls. (laughs) First of all, so happy to be here. Thank you. Um, So I I started off life coaching. I I had my first child, and of course I love work, <laughs> so I had to be doing something. Mm-hmm. So I studied that course at night, never really expecting to get into it. I just was doing it because I always had an interest in that. Always, you know, love to know how the brain works and reading this books and psychology and self help and all that. And then I I I started life coaching. I said, "John, I'll give it a go." And I read about the loneliness epidemic in the world. It is so tragic. This was the old people. That that is exactly oh, it's it. Uh, yeah, so cute. they're so cute. They're so cute. That's the way I feel. And yeah. they're they're such a fountain of knowledge and wisdom. And you know, I feel they're not yeah. cherished enough. Yeah, you know, no, I definitely love, not. <gasps> I love talking to old people. But it used to be just the old people, right? And now it's spanning across. Every age, every genre, every demographic. And it happened before COVID, way before COVID. In the UK, they have a minister for loneliness. It's that bad. And it is, research has said, girls, it's as bad as smoking 15 cigarettes a day. Oh, my God. That's the effect it has on humans. You know, we're a pack animals. We're like the wolves, you know, we're we're not loners. Excuse me. And anyway, I read about that and I thought, oh, my God, this is so sad. And the more... I spoke to people and I read up and all the research, even in, in Harvard and everything, they all talk about, you know, the happiness comes from the quality uh, mm. of the relationships you have. It's not about 10 million in the bank and driving mm. the Ferrari. In fact, actually, the research says once you get past 70,000, you have a roof over your head, you have food to eat, your main basic needs are met. Your happiness levels are the same as having 70 million in the bank. So I started reading up on that and I just thought, oh, my God, that's so sad. And I niched and specialized into dating coaching. And I've now just finished, well, in the summertime, last August, studying over under John Gray. You know, the he wrote Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus. Oh, wow. The most uh, the most famous best selling 
relationship book of all time. I need to read that. Uh, oh, it's fantastic, yeah, it's girls. Great. I say every house should have it. Yeah. A, a copy. So he is just a pioneer, I feel, in our industry. So I've, I'm a qualified now Mars Venus gender intelligence coach, basically, you know, explaining the differences between men and women, women and how our brains are so different. And wow. it is life changing. Once we know why men do what they do. Yeah. <laughs> it makes sense. It that that makes solve all the problems. <laughs> yeah. Figuring out their brains. What's the difference between being a life coach and like um, a therapist? I always wonder what that, what the difference is. I would say another great question. I would say the main difference is, you know, uh, therapy and counselling goes back and you're dealing with the back emotions that you felt in the past. Yeah. Whereas life coaching is getting you from A to B, moving you forward, reaching your goals. Oh, wow. Yeah. I would say that's the main difference. Oh, I love Good. that. Yeah. Yeah. Think yeah. Yeah, because therapy can be quite like, deep sometimes. Yeah. It can bring up past Whereas, traumas and stuff. Yeah. So life coaching will be more like helping yes. to get to a goal rather than looking back. Exactly. And it's it's strategic planning, measuring, seeing, OK, how far have you come to get, you know, near your yeah. goal? How, how, you know, quickly are you reaching it? And as well, you know, a lot of the time people need the therapy first to move forward. Yeah. So they're, they're you know, yeah. they work in harmony. They're a good combination. Yeah. Definitely. And do you find it heavy, like your job? Like, do you find it sometimes overwhelming or like? People do, do tell me their innermost secrets that they wouldn't tell other people. How and do you do that? I'd tell the whole world I cannot hold. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, yeah, I am, I am like a serious, uh, what do you call that? I think you're like a safe. You're a safe. That's loads of secrets. That's exactly the word I was going to use. I'm a safe. I don't tell it to the stones. You know, like my friend, you say it won't go to the stones. And I love it. I feel it's such an honor. And, you know, I'm a real kind of mama. So I I love being the mama to people in a way. And, you know, just the trust they have in me. And, you know, we can work on the crisis together. And you should see the, the results and the change in people. They just become the best version of themselves. Sometimes all people need is just someone to talk to. Yeah. Support, say, do you think I'm doing the right thing? And to say, you know, you are amazing. Look at what you've been through. You've accomplished this. You can get that. You know, mm. you are an amazing human being. Sometimes we forget that. And we forget all the accomplishments mm. we've we've had in our lives. And people just need a reminder. So, yeah, I love it. I love my job. And I love seeing people become the best version of themselves. Definitely. Yeah. Because like, a lot of the time we don't, like actively tell each other that them things but it's not because we don't think it it's just that it doesn't come up to be like and you're so amazing yeah. like would you be sitting there and telling her how amazing she is even though I know it like Pankford, you need to <laughs> <laughs> but like it's nice that that's someone else that can kind of tell you that yeah. and it's so true yeah. and you know some people don't have what you have you know the support mm-hmm. that person you can go to especially guys you know women oh, yeah. Yeah, you know mm-hmm. we, we have our community we're the sisterhood you know, women de-stress by, by venting, by by talking, talking. To, to people. Mm. You know, we say twice as many words a day as men. Do we? That's just a fact. You know, we're, we're, wow. we're more emotional and aha, uh-huh, 100%. And, you know, we, we have that community. A lot of guys don't. They might have a best friend, but they'll have a pint with, but they won't go in deep with. They'll just say, you know. Why do you think that is? Like, I know that's like a stigma around like, like men don't talk to each other or like, even even down to like men going to the doctor and stuff, you'd never really hear of like. Even when I was growing up, I would have heard that like, ah, if your if your dad's sick, he wouldn't really go to the doctor. doctor. Like, why is that? Just like 
men are meant to kind of fend for themselves and be hard and, and yeah be be tough yeah. too tough to kind of do stuff like yeah. that yeah like even John Grace says you know men men they're they're fixers so mm. like if you have a problem, you know, and you, you say to your, your partner, oh, this happened. Oh, well, did you try this? And the woman say, you know, I'm not asking for the solution. Yeah. I just want you to listen. You know, yeah. this is the part of us talking and, and they're the fixers. So I think, you know, really men want to fix their own problems. They'll only go to advice if everything else has failed. So they, mm. they go into their own cave, you know, the man cave, like John Gray says, they'll go out on their own and only then if they're really in trouble, they want to, they, they feel they should fix it themselves. And normally they do, unless it's a big problem, then they go to advice. And again, the men don't have that sisterhood. Mm. It's, you know, women talk, feminine energy is bonding, talking, getting emotional, nurturing. So again, of course, us women look after our guys, you know, did you go to the doctor? When last were you at the doctor? That's our feminine energy, nurturing, caring. Whereas masculine energy is drive, ambitious, ambition, focus, breaking down barriers, breaking down obstacles, you know. So they're very, guys can't multitask. They're very one thing orientated. One, you know, they're not multitaskers. Yeah. So they're just, they're built differently, yeah. Do you ever send them a message and they only reply if you send one a few bit. questions, they only reply to one of the questions. Like, <laughs> what happened to the rest of the questions I just asked? Like, yeah. why is that because they can't multitask? I, I would say, is this online you're talking about on yeah, dating yeah, apps? Yeah. Men yeah. aren't good on dating apps. So I please, everybody who's listening and you two girls, be so compassionate to the guys. Wow. They don't know how to use the app. Now, nobody, 99% in my experience of people, male and female, don't know how to use the app strategically. But women have more emotional intelligence that way to have the right pictures up, you know, start a conversation the right way. Guys don't have that because, again, we're talkers. We say twice as many yeah. words. So he's being succinct, just answering your one mm -hmm. question, you know. Mm -hmm. We met That's my boyfriend, by the way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. not a <laughs> We, we made a hinge, didn't we? Oh, for yeah. Me. Yeah. We made a hinge for me the other weekend. No, it was just for the crack for. Yeah. But even making it and looking through some like fellas profiles and all, they're just. So, like, to the point and things and, like, Time I feel like you can't see someone's personality through them. Yeah, I like meeting people in person. Yeah. You can't see the personality. No. Yeah. Or if they have their picture up and their picture is with seven other men. Who is Which it? Which one are you? Which one am I going what, on a date I, with? Yeah, do you know what I mean? A hundred Am I getting all seven of you? That wouldn't be bad. Do they also I mean? don't photograph well men as well as girls do. I think they just don't care as much. Maybe. A lot of the time they don't have anybody to take the pictures for. Oh, yeah. is it? Yeah. I do that for them. Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever meet a boy and you're like, oh, girls, I promise he's nice in person. Yeah. The pictures are just awful. You pictures have, don't do him well. You've no idea. I had this guy, girls, yeah. he was everything that a woman wanted. <gasps> Tall, handsome, funny, very polite, studying law. He wow. ticked all the boxes. Tell him I'm single. Will you? <laughs> yeah. Send him on. <laughs> and his profile was a disaster. He had was like... Uh, uh, you know, um, what do you call that when you have a second personality? You know, his... Second alter ego. Yeah, oh, that's it. Yeah. That's the word I'm looking for, alter ego. And he was dressed up like in this fancy dress and just trying to be different, trying to stand out, trying to be funny. Right. You know, guys like to be funny because mm. funny men get women. They do. Yeah. Women like to be emotional and laughing and all that yeah. with the guys. So all the guys are trying to be funny and... I said, oh my God, you know, this is not you. You are ticking all the box and you, that doesn't look like this, you know, with that. Yeah. So we got him a great profile and 
you know, he was thrilled. But it's just really, you know, you are a brand online. You are selling yourself. And none of us are branding experts. We're not in marketing. Mm -hmm. So just be forgiving with the guys. Get offline. If if you take nothing from what I'm going to say about online today, take this. Get offline as quickly as you can. The research says after four to five messages. Now, that can be a bit quick because you might have built up the rapport and warmed somebody up. But you have to meet the person in uh, in person. Yeah, There's I only, agree, you yeah. know, you two yeah. reasons to be online. Make the connection with a bigger ocean of, you know, people and to get the real life date. That's yeah. it. Yeah. That's it. Get offline as quick as you can. And the pheromones, the natural chemical scent of a person. Yeah. You either like it or you don't. And you're not going to find that out. Through a message, yeah. I see you can get you can actually buy pheromones online and all like ones. Yeah, that are like, they it just brings out your natural thing. Yeah, and they like yeah. people get real attracted to it. Or do you ever see? I I've often seen like TikToks and stuff of people saying that if you are going on a first date to lick your finger and rub it on the back of your ear. Oh, I've never. Yes, yeah, that. that you're like your saliva. Would that not just stink after a while? <laughs> like, yeah. I'll try and find one and I'll send it to you. I swear to God that like, yeah, it's this thing that like if you put a bit of saliva on the back of your, I wouldn't be yeah. going doing it now, but on the back of your ear that like, he, they that's like. your scent. Like, and if they like it, they do. And if they don't. My God, I've never heard that. Oh my God. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What's the like theory behind the pheromones? Like, is it from... Stone age. Yeah, does it go back to animals? Yeah, Yeah. it's basically like I use the the example, it's not very polite, but the example about dogs, you know, the way dogs sniff each other's bums. We're doing that subconsciously. And another huge thing to know that people don't know, the research has shown attraction is created through interaction. So I'll say that again because it's it's Mm. a mouthful. Attraction is created through interaction. So they did research saying, what kind of guy do you want? What kind of girl do you want? And they ticked all the boxes. And they said, oh, this is exactly the guy you're looking for. Put them all into a room. Everybody ticked the box and everybody ended up talking to different people. Someone else, of course. Yeah, Yeah. Mm -hmm. because it was the tone of voice or the way the guy pulled out the chair for the woman to sit down or the eye contact. Are you attracted to someone's mannerisms? The mannerisms, the pheromones, the eye contact. Confidence. Confidence, the vibe. You know, 58% of our communication is nonverbal. Non-verbal. Just Only how yeah. someone carries themselves. And, and we're reading the instinct, you know, our instinct is reading the person and our subconscious is working. I mean, the new brain research now, the brain doctors, the scientists have discovered 90 set, 95 to 97 or 98% of your resources lie in your subconscious. So we're doing things subconsciously without even knowing. Mm. And wow. it's the chemical scent. You either like it or you don't. That's why some people say, you know, she was fabulous, you know, she's a great job. She looked beautiful. She was very polite. But I don't know what it is. I just, she's not my type. I can't connect with her. It's probably how they smell. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this, that's it. Oh, I love that. No smell. My boyfriend smells so nice. It's just oh. a particular smell. But like, even if he sweats, like he plays football. So after a game, I love how he smells. There yeah. you go. And I'd say anyone else, he, he never, he's not a smelly sweater, but like, I love it. Like That is the, the pheromones. Yeah. That is the pheromones. They're yeah. in a perfect example. Wow. That's mad, isn't it? Yeah, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> the, dir- the dirty jersey. Like. <laughs> um, and in dating, what's the most common question? I'm sure there's a few, but what do you can think of that people come to you with? I would say confidence issues. Really? Confidence yeah. issues. It's a big thing. And like I say before, you know, a lot of people don't have this, uh, you know, support that you have with each other and your mm-hmm. own friends and family. A lot of people have had a rough upbringing and maybe their family wasn't that nice to them. 
you know, said lovingly, that's the truth. You know, they come to me and they say, you know, I wasn't treated well by my mother or father or whatever. And it affects them and they have low confidence. They don't have that self-esteem, that that price on themselves, that self-worth that they feel, you know, that they're they're deserving of love or that who would be interested in me. That would be the main, I would say, 60 to 70 percent block that I see. The other then there's kind of three things. Lack of confidence. These are the three things I see mainly. Lack of confidence, which is a block and blocks, you know, other blocks like that. Um, that's the main one. Lack of emotional intelligence. Men don't know how to speak to a woman. They talk to women like they're guys or vice mm. versa. The women don't know how to build the attraction with men. They don't have that secret code to get into the opposite, you know, language and yeah. make the magic happen there. So lack of emotional intelligence. And number three, lack of strategy. They don't know what mm-hmm. they should be doing. They don't know how to use the apps. They don't know. They don't have a system, a blueprint to follow that that makes them find love. They would be the yeah. three main things. Strategy, yeah. lack of confidence or lack of emotional intelligence. Wow. So if they got those things right, oh. we'd all be with someone. Right. Be great. There is a blueprint. And yeah. even my trademark is find the one with three. Find the one, the one person with three things. The only three things, if you watch everybody who's good with men or good with women or, you know, even even good, just, you know, building attraction, um, they have three things. So that the confidence, the conversation. So if you have the confidence, you'll be able to make the conversation there. They're leading on from each other as well. And you'll be able to make the connection. The three C's. If you look at anyone who's good at doing it, they have those things locked down. So find Mm -hmm. the one with three. That's that's the blueprint. If you follow that. You know, it's it's a solid thing that you won't go wrong. You'll know what to do. Wow. So confidence, conversation, connection. Yeah, they're wow. the three. I'm things. gonna get that tattooed on me and <laughs> comes through. And <laughs> um, we going to some Instagram questions. Yeah, we got inundated. Yeah, with questions. So we're gonna That'd read through so a few yeah. to hear. So the first one is: What do do you do when you feel clingy? You have a multi, you create so that you can have a multi-dimensional life. You don't just have one compartment where it's about your man, your man, your man. I've seen loads of girls that have even gone the opposite way. They've had a multi-dimensional life, had loads of interests, loads of things to do, lots of friends. And the minute the guy comes along, they drop everything and make him their world, become clingy. And the guy is allergic. It's the quickest he way to kill away. attraction. Oh, I, I've seen it so many times happen. You've seen it, soon, sister. Yeah, it's <laughs> like you give your everything and they're just completely like, get off me. Like, it's, I feel like it's too much for a man. Whereas... A hundred percent correct. But I think pressure. a man did that to me, I think I'd be like, yay. Like, no. Is it a man thing that they don't like too full on? Very good and point. And we wear our heart on our sleeves. We want to give, give, give. Like if you're a really loving person, you just want to give, give, give. But they just push off. It's too much for them. You instinctively know. You're, you're saying it in a different way. To <laughs> me. I'm going to say it. You're correct. You're right. Am I? The guys. Okay. So a guy is different. Okay. The brains. This is back to the gender intelligence. So the way a guy. It's biochemistry. He has to build up his testosterone. So the way a guy builds up his testosterone is he steps away into the man cave, like John Gray calls it, you know, goes away with the boys or whatever and separates himself from you. And that builds attraction because he needs his own space to build up the testosterone even alone. Mm. And guys, when they're close to a woman, feel like they're losing themselves. 
So oh. I said, oh my God, I'm losing myself here. I'm getting too wrapped up, my freedom, na 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 na. That is just a natural response. No Don't way. freak out. But the ladies do freak out and they say, oh my God, he's slipping away and, you know, he doesn't love me anymore mm. and all that. What they should do is let him go like the rubber band and he'll come back even stronger. They're like boomerangs. He, like boomerangs. Aren't they? Wow. So you are right. Men are different to women that way. Okay. That they need that time to build up their testosterone when their mm-hmm. cortisol gets too high. Mm-hmm. The stress chemicals. So, yeah, if you're clingy, go and have a massage. Go to a yoga class. Meet your friend for a chat. It's in the modern world now as well. We look to everything from our guy. Because in the caveman days, like we're talking about the pheromones were always yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. You know, we had our sister, our nana, our mother, everybody around the campfire. So we could chat away and go, oh, you know, he's driving me mad today. Come over here and have a chat, nana, whatever. Yeah. We could vent. Now we don't have that because we're working women. We come home and we're saying, I need to vent. I need to de-stress because I'm a woman. And the guy's like, oh, please, I need space because yeah. I've been working hard all day. The way we deal with stress creates so stress in our relationship mm-hmm. when we don't understand it. So... What you need to do is look for your stress relief somewhere else. Go to your friend and vent. Go somewhere else. Don't look to everything for your guy. It's too much pressure. Yeah. Mm. It's too much pressure. The guy can't give everything to you. There was a joke about we should have like, you know, two, t- two or three men in our life. One gay man friend that we can vent all day. Yes. One husband partner that, you know, can meet our needs. And then another guy to, you know, go shopping with or whatever. You know, yeah, we're looking yeah, yeah. too much for everything in the one, in the one person. Yeah. I think when you put your happiness all in one person, then... When that's over, your happiness is gone. You yeah. haven't left because it's like, well, that was my happiness the last however many months or years. Like mm. Such an important mm. point because I see my older friends now in their 70s and they're losing their wives. Oh, no way. And I have two examples. One of the poor things I know, it's so traumatic. But the oh. person with the fuller life, I see a few people on either side. The few people that have their life and their business and their job and their work and their knitting class or their bridge class and they go out every Wednesday for their, their, you know, poker game, whatever, versus the people that have no interests, who haven't kept friendships alive and all that, it's way harder for them. They deal better. So it's they it's, have it's a whole life, yeah. Yeah, it's a whole life thing, you know. What do you think is the best first date and why? Okay, so people used to think it was dinner, the three or four hour dinner where you're yeah. trying not to eat pasta in front of somebody you don't Nerves know or be embarrassed. Eat, yeah. yeah, and nobody wants the pressure of two to three Hours. So the best date, and I've even interviewed my female audience, and they this is what they said as well, is a coffee, a coffee, just a, a daytime date with a okay. coffee. It's better financially for the guy as well. I had a guy in LA, mm-hmm. he was crossing the city every second night on dates and buying dinner. He was nearly broke from it with the petrol alone. I often tell that story. Oh so a coffee and a walk after if it's going well. Or a walk and a coffee after. But I mean, if it's raining now, we're in Ireland, not LA. <laughs> yeah. A coffee, a simple coffee. There's no pressure on anyone. Keep wow. it short and sweet. Hour and a half, max, max. And, you know, you get to know the person, you get a feel uh, for them and you relax. There's no pressure on either side. Wow. And there's no love lost financially or emotionally yeah. if you say you know what I didn't click with that person there's no harm done and saw, everybody's better off I saw a TikTok recently and it was this girl who she was on a dating app and she connected with this fella and she was texting him and whatever and um, he offered to bring her for a coffee she declined and said I'd much prefer to go for a dinner mm. sent him a list of these restaurants <gasps> Right. Oh. A list of restaurants from like from the price. So like low to high. Oh yeah. This is what I'm looking for. The man came back and was like, 
I appreciate that you've sent me all that. I just want to see if there's even a connection there for so a coffee would suit me better. Like, how does that feel? She went back to him then and was like, you you obviously can't um, provide. provide for me financially for what I'm looking for. Like, I'm looking for somebody to bring me out for these dinners. And she just shut it down. I was like, what? Wow. I was like, is that real? Wow. So I can see what you say about a coffee is just a nice meat in the middle. You'll know if you kind of bounce off someone straight away. Or yeah, not. you can look forward to the next time yeah. then. Being Imagine sending longer, a yeah. list of places. Oh, wow, I don't advise that no. at no. all. <laughs> Absolutely Do no, not. But that's obviously in her head. Does she think that she'll come across somebody who will be like, Grand, I'll bring you to the most expensive place. And it like, sounds like she is um, focused on how much pranum they're, 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 they're worth. worth. I've, I've had, you know, women, bef- a women, a woman came to me after COVID and she said, I used be obsessed about like the guy had to earn a certain amount per annum or I just wasn't interested. So that's all changed now. I am acutely lonely. I had, I'm, oh my God, I'm nearly getting upset for the poor woman. She was so upset. She goes, I'm so miserable. I have everything. She goes, my own business. I can buy any shoe I want. I have two houses and I have nobody to share it with. Yeah. And she goes, where's the joy in that? She goes, I'm over it. I'm over myself. You know, I've completely changed. Teach me, you know, how to find God. So, it's not about it's not about that. It's about no. soul connection. So it sounds like she's concentrating on the the, wrong the money. <laughs> oh, wow, and coffee. I like that. Yeah, that's yeah, nice. Coffee. That's yeah, because as well, you're not kind of getting nervous all day for it because dinner's always usually night time. Yeah. And you don't have to so dress like, up. Exactly. Yeah. You know what Chills. to wear. Yeah. And you know, girls. To be honest, she, you know, you're busy women. Yeah. Uh, I mean, people don't have the time in this modern world, even no. with people commuting. Time, I always say the two, well, really three most important things you have, but up there with the two, you know, with confidence, obviously your confidence, but your time and your energy, mm. they are your two most They're important commodities. You don't get them back. No, your time's so valuable. Like. So valuable. Mm. So, you know, a coffee's great if you're you're caught for time. And as well, if you're meeting a lot of guys, I always say love is a numbers game. If you're meeting a lot of guys or girls, you know, you could be going on a few coffees or dinners. If you were doing dinners a week like that guy in LA, it's not practical. Yeah. You no, don't need no, the dinner. You no. know what I mean? You can meet people. If you're meeting a lot of them, coffee is better. It's more efficient. You know, if you want to be blind. <laughs> yeah, I'll be buzzing off the walls. I was like, how many dates has she been on today? <laughs> do you think, though, if you go for like a, dr- a drink in the evening, do you think you'd find a lot of people get really drunk because of nerves? That I would. That is true. And it's funny. It's more a guy thing. Oh, uh, guys it? have come to me and they're like, and I'm like, they're, they're like, oh, and I was out and they're telling me the story and I start sussing things out and I say, and how many drinks had you? Really? And were you drunk? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was paralytic. I said, well, that has to stop. Yeah. So they're like, you know what? I never even thought of that. It's a good point. And they stop and they meet their girl in a couple of months. Women don't like drunk guys. We don't want somebody messy. Yeah. You know, and it's better if you're not drinking yourself uh, excessively because you can't bring your A game. Mm. I don't know whether you know this guy. He um, Is he a coach? I'm not sure now his name. Is it Sam? Sam Ovens, I think his name is. He's a very big entrepreneur um, in America. And he said, you know, I was drinking on a Saturday night. Then I was gone on Sunday. There was no Sunday. Then Monday I was still groggy. And Tuesday morning I was finally starting to come round. So he gave up drinking and he went from three million a year to 18 million per year. Wow. Not just four million, wow. like one million. 18 million. It really affects your A-game, your productivity. Mm, it does. Just everything. You need... 
your five senses and to be alert to say, you know, is this guy going to enhance my life? Is this girl going to be nice to my mom? Yeah. You know, does this guy have the same values or girl? Do they want a family or do they want to be out drinking every night? You know, values, having the same values, not so much the same common ground because you can be very different, but the same values, that's what keeps something together long term. Yeah, I think a few wines as well. You fancy anyone? Uh, <laughs> I date like you, but you just would fall in love. Right? Like I'd fancy the lamp beer goggles. goggles. Yeah, beer goggles definitely I don't really help. Would. Yeah, and yeah. another very important uh, fact is men lower their standards for one night stand. So if they're drinking, and you go home with them, yeah, and you get up the next day. <laughs> Fuck my life. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> that is so funny. And you go home and you wake up the next day and you're like, but he was all about me last night. He loves you loads when it's happening. Because they want to earn it. They want to earn it. And they oh, won't I don't like get, I don't get it. It makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> wow. No way. So they'll tell you things to get you in. They, will, they know. They I get will her tell home. You I anything. tell her this. Like. And they, you, get, you wake up the next morning and you're like, but they're not all about me now. They don't like me. You know, they won't like you so much anymore. Their and hormones are gone It's down. because they, yeah. they lower their standards. And the other thing is dopamine is released when a guy's with a girl. So he's getting a hit of, oh, wow, this feels good. Oxytocin, the chemical, the bonding love drug chemical, it's mm-hmm. so strong, people call it that, is released when a woman um, is with a guy. Yes. So it's the chemical that's released when you're breastfeeding your baby that bonds you to people. So, you know, you're going to be bonded to him and he's not going to be bonded to you. Different when he's in a relationship with a woman, oxytocin and other chemicals are released. But if he doesn't know you and there's no emotional attachment, it's a whole other ball game. Know, isn't that so Great to know. Great. So, so like they'll only feel it when they're actually in your presence. When when they know you and they're committed to so you and you've, you've made them earn it. Men want to work for it. They don't want it on a plate. I had it from the horse's mouth from one of my clients. Very, very good looking guy. Looks like Tom Cruise. Well, no problem yeah. getting women, okay, in the 1%, the alpha male. And he he has a problem finding the right woman for other issues, which is other issues, but he's no problem getting women into his net. And he said to me on one session, I was on a date last night and I asked her, did she want to come up? And I was praying that she'd say no. Oh, wow. I was asking, but I was hoping that she'd say no, that part to me in there deep inside. Yeah. And she said, yes, of course. And he goes, I mean, what do we do now? We've gone from naught to 90. How do yeah. we go now on a... Dinner date. A dinner date. Oh, they yeah. want the challenge. Masculine. Well, why did he ask? I'm like, just yeah. don't. Ask. So why do they? Why because do they, they want the dopamine. They want the chase. They're, oh, yeah, they're they warm-blooded the men. You know, we've got to forgive them. That's what men are there for. They have the testosterone, yeah. the different chemicals to, you know, be like that. They they want to be with women physically, but they want to earn it. Earn. They want to earn it. So you you give them the benefits when they've earned it, when they're 110% yeah, all in, when they're all committed and you raise the bar and you be the high standard woman. And that is what men find so attractive because the men aren't going to raise the bar. Yeah, That's no. not their makeup. No, their you have makeup. to raise your own bar. Uh, my boyfriend broke up with me because he can't handle my emotions. Help. Okay. So, yeah, a woman's brain in that part of the brain, mm-hmm. it's 25% more active than a guy. So we are, we are more emotional. emotional. Mm-hmm. What I would say is there's a way to talk to a guy. She's not talking to him the right way, I guarantee you. Okay. So men are succinct. They're simple. That's what I love about men. They're simple. They're black and white. You don't need to have a 10-sentence conversation be all emotional. So 
Uh, there's a phrase you can use that will get a man to listen instantly. Oh, what is it? It just turns their oh, brain on. Quick time. So what you do is you don't get into the big re-raw. You say, you know, I've spoken to you about this before, but I'm going to, I'm saying it differently now. Let me say this differently. That phrase gets him to sit up. Wow. And I've tested it and it works. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let me say this differently. And you go in, boom, 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 your three sentences. Listen, this is what's bothering me. You've got to sort it out. We need to sit down when you're ready to sit down to talk about it. And we need to come up with a solution. I trust you. You know, trust is a big thing to men. Mm-hmm. They want to feel mm-hmm. trusted. I trust you to sort it out. If you don't, we can come and we can sort it out together. But you don't give a 10 hour big emotional speech. Mm-hmm. Men, men go into fight or flight mode then. It's again the way we deal with yeah. stress. Yeah. They want to go to their man cave or fight. Yeah. It's just the way men deal with it. They just can't, you know... Um, they can't think about multiple things at once. They they put them in boxes in their brains. They compartmentalize. Whereas a woman worries, has all her experiences, her emotions, her thinking all in one. A man can't think and feel at the same time. Mm-hmm. It's just the way their brain is made up. They can't use both parts of their brain at once. They can only use the left hemisphere or the right hemisphere. Women can. So Very we simple just creatures, aren't they? Simple creatures, yeah. Yeah, so I love them. They're, we're the complex ones. I would hate to be a guy having to I, deal with us. True, true. You know, they are just simple beings. And if you talk to them simply, yeah. she's just not communicating the right way. And she's coming at him, I guarantee you, at the wrong time. Sit back in your feminine energy, mm-hmm. wait. It's hard to do, but once you get into the practice, it becomes easier. Sit back and wait for him. Remember the boomerang oh yeah yeah Yeah. for him to come to you and then he will be open to talking and it'll all be done and dusted in two minutes but if you force him into that when he's in that fight or flight mode it doesn't work he panics does he exactly he's just like I need to get out of here I get always a better reaction out of Dan and my boyfriend if like if I don't say something rather than if I do like say if I'm like if I go mad about something like I'm saying and I'm like like moaning at basically whereas if I'm like oh okay or something like then he kind of he'll ask me like what's yeah. wrong yeah they don't listen they, they, just, don't. Like, they, they just like their mind blocks off it's so true it's and gone. he loves you because yeah. he wants to make you happy men that love yeah. their women want to make them happy mm. so you know he's he's trying he's, he's putting in the effort so yeah. you know amazing yeah he's a good guy he is he's an <laughs> angel um, what else have we got here? How would you keep a long-term relationship exciting? Oh, isn't that one now? That the secret that, that you know, people that want everyone to know. everyone wants to know. Yeah. Everybody wants to know, even married people. Mm-hmm. Have a date night. Yeah. Have a regular date night where you don't, if you're married or whatever you have, you know, if you have a business together, you don't talk about the business, you don't talk about the kids, you don't talk about the mortgage. You use it to keep the emotional connection alive and yeah. healthy. That's mm-hmm. what makes a relationship happy and lasting is the emotional connection. So you have to keep that, you know, strong and high. So keep the fun high, have a laugh. Um, I would say men are very visual. So make the effort with your appearance. You know, it's okay. it's one that's that's not really spoken about for both men and women. Yeah. Okay. You know, be your best self for that person. Um and, you know, don't forget to be grateful. People start taking people for granted. That's what happens. It's human nature. It's humans. Mm-hmm. Whatever's familiar and whatever easy and there all the time you get used to. Mm-hmm. So just, you know, the guys can keep it alive by, um, you know, even giving, there's a thing in John Gray's book, you know, The Men Are From Mars, about 100 tips on how to you look after a woman and, and 100 for the guys. So the women is like, 
you know, women are big into hugs, give four hugs a day, tell her she looks nice, give a compliment. It's the things you did at the start when you were dating. So ultimately keep dating your partner. No. You know, and if the guy is out working hard, you know, it's the expectations we have now of each other that, you know, oh, well, my guy, he's working three jobs and he's not romantic. You know, he's probably too tired to be he's romantic. Knackered. He's knackered. <laughs> can't exactly. Yeah, can't even think. Appreciate what he's doing. That That's another tip for the women. Okay. Appreciate what the guy is doing if you want him to do more for you. So say, you know, listen, I really appreciate, appreciation is huge for guys. Mm. Yeah. I really appreciate what you're doing, you know, breaking your back, bringing the money. Are I really do. Like dogs. Do they want to feel like they're always doing a good job? Like, do they need to be reminded that they're doing a good job? That is true. Because the way guys show love is different to women. Three things. They profess, which means they put a label on it. You're my girlfriend. You're my fiance. You're my wife. Uh, they provide monetary wise that you know they'll give money or if they don't have money they say listen I'll fix your car or I have a mechanic that's a friend I'll bring him up to fix your car mm. they're providing any way they can they're you know supporting you and they protect you so the providing is a big thing you know and I think a lot of marriages have ended and are ending in partnerships and and couplehood and boyfriend and girlfriend because you know the women don't understand that they, the guy goes, but I was working three jobs. You know, why isn't she happy? She's money to buy whatever she wants. And the woman's withering like a flower because she's not getting attention. Women need that attention. Yes. They need to be watered like a flower. You need to keep the love alive. But the guy misses that part, the emotional part, because he's like, but I'm, I'm working, I'm working. Yeah, he thinks money. he's providing one way. Exactly. Is enough kind yeah. of thing. Just to understand just the way the guys show love and that they're doing their best can be a game changer. Is that kind of like the love languages as well? Of like no yeah, 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 yeah. It's so true, the yeah. love languages. You mm-hmm. know, one is uh, touch, you know, people love massages. Um, another is gifts. Um, even, you know, the, 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 the uh, coach that uh, I was working with, he was joking, saying, like, he's a very affluent man, lots of money, flying around the world, and he'd go every place and bring back a present for his wife. And she was like, oh, thanks very much. But, you know... No big deal, but thank you. No, that's lovely. Yeah. He emptied the dishwasher for one morning. She nearly lost <laughs> her life. <laughs> thank you. You're the best husband. La, la, la. And he goes, oh, my God, this is just life changing. He goes, forget the gifts. I know your love language. Yeah, it's, you know, yeah it's doing jobs for you, yeah. you know, and others quality time. So if you mm-hmm. find, you know, each that others. each other's, because sometimes you think, oh, you're the same as me, you know. No, yeah. You love massages. Yeah. Because I love massages. No, look into it. People are different. Mm-hmm. They're so important. It is. I think I had like an ex before where we just had completely different ones but didn't realise. That's it. And then that was the cause of all our fights really because we didn't understand each other and what each other needed like. So it's so important to know that if you're part it of is, you're Send them right. the link to the quiz and then they can do it. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. They do that quick. Thanos yeah. is, um, is words of affirmation. That's love right. The word love word. That is Yours it. Mine's gifts. Yeah. 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 But it doesn't necessarily mean a no, big yeah. gift. Like just a just thought bar of chocolate. It. So, yeah, it's just a thought of it. Like yeah. And it's yeah. so funny because if a woman re- receives a rose every day for seven days for a week, it is is way more meaningful than receiving one bouquet of seven roses oh, or yeah. fourteen Aww. roses. It's the little bit every day. It's the it's yeah, seen yeah, as a yeah. token every day of appreciation. I love that. A, a different token, yeah. whereas the one bunch is seen as one token. You know, the small yeah. little yeah. gestures mean more than something massive and extravagant to women. Yeah, because yeah. that'll yeah. only be one thing. That'll only be one thing. Little small trickles. You'll here get and seven there. points for that instead yeah. of one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're going to keep you on for Seeks and Stalls, which is our dilemma segment. So people write into us and it's kind of like the conversations you have 
in the bathroom, nightclub or like anywhere and we give them the real talk. Brilliant. So it's called Seek from the Stalls. Um, all these lemons have been sent into our email address. It's homeordrink at goloudnow.com and this is the only way we take the lemons for the segment so not through DMs. So these are all love related so I think you can definitely help us here. Mm-hmm. So the first Brilliant. one is my ex of six years cheated on me many times and really badly. I'm in a new relationship now as of four months ago but I feel like I'm bringing toxic traits into this new relationship. It feels like I cannot control it and I can't help but feel like it's inevitable that I'm going to be cheated on again. Any advice? Okay, number one, I would say don't let anybody take your trust. That's a decision you can make yourself. That's on that person. That's their, you know, problem, their baggage. That's the word I'm looking for, baggage. If he's cheated on you, that's on him. Mm-hmm. We have enough baggage of our own. You know, I make a joke saying, keep the monkeys off your back. Don't be taking on his monkeys. You know, that was him. Leave that with him. Yeah. The new guy has done nothing yet, I'm presuming, yeah, you know, yeah, to, yeah. Mm-hmm. to break her trust or anything. You have to start as a new chapter and leave that with the guy you dated. You have to trust people until there's a sign not to. You have a woman's intuition that will tell you anyway if something's wrong. So there's no need to worry. You're going to know. You're going to yeah. know. You know with the other guy. So trust yourself as well as, you know, trusting your your universal power, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it. You know, that you're in the right place and that you're doing the right thing to trust that person. And the affirmations are brilliant. You just said about, mm-hmm. you know, the the quiz has the, the one of them is the affirmations, the love languages. Um, so I would, you know, be very... Um, focused on affirmations every morning and night. They change your neural pathways in your brain and they they calm the circuit. So I would say do the affirmations and uh, trust because if she's worrying about that as well, that interferes with your intuition. Yeah. So, you know, she's wound up thinking, oh, there might be, there might be, and that throws you off anchor. If something actually does If, act, if something mm-hmm. does. So I would say trust this guy, leave that baggage with the old guy, most people, honest to God, and I'm in the industry a while now and I've dealt with lots and lots of people. Most people, I would say 99% of people are genuine good people. They're not cheaters. They're not out to hurt people. You know, mm. that is my experience. So more than likely, he's not going to. That would yeah. be my opinion. But she will know. Her intuition will tell yeah. her. And do you think as well people t- saying that they can't trust? Do you reckon that's actually a lack of like a fear of being hurt again? Rather than them scared to trust, they're just afraid of the thing happening again. A hundred percent. And a lot of them feel, again, the confidence thing. Oh, well, I mustn't be worthy because that guy had no interest. He didn't have enough interest in me to be faithful. That's not true. That's all on that person. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. nothing to do with you. It's none of your business. That's it's a reflection their on issues. Him, exactly. Yeah. It's their issues. Leave their issues to them. hundred percent. The next one we have then is, hi girls, I recently started getting with or seeing my housemate. We've been friends for four years through college. We didn't live together through any of this. When we first met, we got together a couple of times and we went on a date, but I shut it down. Fast forward, we've both had long-term relationships that ended ages before we moved in together as friends. Have you any advice for dating someone you live with? Not changing the, the dynamic with other housemates as we're all best friends, getting ready for dates with them in the house, lol. Etc. Love the pod. Thanks. So she Aww. lives them. Oh, that's yeah. That is tricky, isn't it? I would say move out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would. I I would. Advise, would you? I would say if you can move out, do really. I would. I would say 
the, the do you think it would change the dynamic in the house if you if you were like living in it? Yeah. I'm trying to think if I've never. I think if you were anything. fighting stuff, then the dynamic. Then everyone's changes. involved. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point about mm. the fighting as well. I would say again, the 58 percent of our communication is non-verbal. People are going to feel that energy, and mm. it's all energy. They're going to feel the energy. It is going to change it, but it doesn't mean that it's going to be very bad or anything. But I just think it's hard to have, you know, any boundaries at all. If, if you're, you're living with... together already, you know what I mean? There's not that conversation of what's going to happen. Are we getting married? Are we just going to live together? You know, as couples when they're mm -hmm. not living together. Yeah. Or, you know, where is this going if the girl wants to get married and the guy doesn't? It's all very blurred when you're immediately thrust into that. Do you think it should be like stepping stones? Definitely. One? So if they're already... Slowly and together. steady and calmly. Yeah. Because yeah. it's a lot of pressure as well. That word again, it pressure. pressure. It's like the dinner thing. Mm. It's pressure. It's like, you know, if you have a fight, like you just said, you know, where do you go or is it over? Or like you can go back to your own house if you fight and cool down and go, oh, my God, I miss that person and come back. There's an awful lot of pressure when you're playing house, as it were. Well, yeah, that's true. I lived with my boyfriend before. We actually ended up breaking up. But we don't live together anymore. But like it was just like everything was more heightened because when we did get in a fight, like you can't get away from them really. Just sit in the same room. Yeah, <laughs> and like it, just, it turns things into things they don't need to be. Like a little mountain turns into a mole. Like, is yeah. that what Yeah, a mole turns, turns into, into a mountain. mountain. Yeah, yeah, you're dead I was thinking right. which one's bigger. <laughs> yeah. like it, do, it just turns things into like, it's pressure. Huge, yeah, pressure. Yeah, yeah, you're dead right. Yeah. And like you just said about the fighting, great point. Mm. You've nowhere to go, you've no cooling off. It's And the boundaries get very blurred, the lines. It's all yeah. like a melting like Where do you pot. go from there if you're already living together at the yeah. very beginning? Like the guy who said, my, yeah. my, my client that said that to me, not to 90, where do you go then? Yeah. Do you go yeah. back down to 30? There's very no hard. stepping and no... You can't reverse the step once yeah. you've done it. Once yeah. you've gone there, yeah. The last one is then, my boyfriend and I had a bit of a falling out yesterday. We've been together the past seven years and get on great and don't fight much as we are good at communicating and can sort things out without getting any, without anything getting nasty. We were speaking about how all of his friends treat cheat on their girlfriends and how it's been trigger triggering me lately and I find myself questioning him. He's never cheated on me but be with him being so close to his friends I can't help but think this sometimes in certain situations. We sat down to communicate through some feelings and he has asked to take a break from us. That is fine I understand that he needs space but also in this conversation he said that right now he doesn't want to live with me. We've been talking about this for a while and we also share a dog. I don't know what to do, even if we get back together after this break. Am I just setting myself up for failure? We really love each other and our best friends. And they're not living together now, are they? Did she no, say? No, I thought I'm good. She said we share a dog. That might be just... A house share. Yeah, yeah. No, I think they live together Do now, they? yeah. They're together seven years. They live together and have a dog. Oh, they live together. Well, he's now. saying they now... live together. Yeah. Okay. He's saying now that he doesn't want to live together. Together. So, there's first of all, there's no break. Mm. Is that not a thing? There's, there's, you believe just, in that? No, that's tragic. what a guy says when he's like, I want out, but you know, if I decide to go back, I'd like to I wait can't. in the yeah. wings. We that's literally cool. said that. Door, you said lovingly. Yeah, yeah, the door yeah. is still slightly open. Yeah. Said lovingly. The guys know it out there that are listening. They know I'm telling the truth. Yeah. Right? And women do it too. It's not We're not all on the guys, mm -hmm. right? Women mm -hmm. do the exact same thing that men do. 
by keeping people hanging on the line and being time wasters. So there's no break, like the joke with Rachel and... Ross and Rachel, we're on a break! break. (laughs) (laughs) I always think of that when somebody says break. It's the same thing, you know, there is no break. You're either in or you're out. And guys are all in or they're all out. In fact, really with most things in life, you're either all in or you're all out. Yeah. So you don't have one leg on the shore and one leg on the ship. Men definitely don't. So the fact he is broken up, what you should do is he is saying, I don't want you now, said lovingly, right? It's all good. It's all good because there's a plan. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the, the higher power. I'm t- I go on as if this is me. I'm like, yeah, gasp people, people are like, no. oh my God. But it's all fine because it's so funny. You always move on to better things and things that are more suitable for you and all that, mm-hmm. the people I see. So you let him leave if he wants to leave and you shut the door and you say all the best. I wish you all the best. You know, blessing with a kiss. And you move on. And you live in the now. If it's you. meant to be, he will come back. If it's not, you know, it's not meant to be. I know two people. One of them split up for seven years. They're married now with four kids. Another wow. girl split up for three years. They're married now with two children. If it's meant to be, it will be. Mm. But if somebody's saying, I don't want you, you know, if somebody isn't appreciating... Yeah. Listen, like Oprah said, what you know, you te- uh, what did she say? Um, you know, you teach people how to treat you. Treat Listen them. to what they're saying and react with the treatment accordingly. You know, yeah. you teach people, if you're going to run after the person and say, please, you know, I beg you, you know, that's not what people do that have confidence in themselves and say, you know, okay, if you don't want me, well, you know, you're not all in. And that's oh, fine. Better, that's, yeah. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that. People are entitled to live their life and say, I don't want this anymore. But, you know, you can't, you can't just wait in the wings for someone to see what's going to happen. you no. got to live. you got to live. No, I agree. Wow. So you can send your dilemmas in to homodrinkgoloudnow.com and we answer even more in our bonus episode that is out on Mondays. Mm-hmm. So thank you so much to Francis for joining us today because we've got so much interaction and your advice was so helpful. Like I'm blown away, are you? It's great, great mind. Great. Yeah. This yeah. is unbelievable. Amazing. Um, we're going to be here next week for a part two for this episode. Thank okay. you so yeah. much, girls. We have so we didn't yeah. get through even. No, we didn't it, scratch the surface. No, not at all. Not at yeah. all. But for now, uh, where can we get in touch with you online? So where can people find you? So I'm on all social media or you can uh, go on to my website, www.franciskellerhercoaching, all ease, Francis with an E, kellerallesecoaching.com. And we have free resources there to help Amazing. people. We give free advice, you know, or reach out to me through email or DM. We'd be happy to help anyone who needs yeah. it. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure. Thank you. Sipper skip. We take one topic based on this episode. And if we sip, it means we agree. If we skip, it means you disagree. If you're listening, you can sipper skip along with your drink. Dating apps. Sipper skip. Skip. Yeah, I'm going to skip just because I haven't had a good experience. But then you hear love stories. You do. I just think, I don't know. I'm skipping. I'm skipping. Based on what Francis said also. Yeah. <laughs> based on what Francis getting absolutely never getting one of them again in my life. <laughs> but I'm skipping on dating apps. But I'm not skipping on like meeting someone just generally on social media. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So not necessarily just a app or a dating app. Yeah. I'm going to say skip. skip. But skip in personally because I know it works for the re- like people find their hot love of life. It's mad, eh? I know. That's not the wedding. It's actually on Hinge. I feel like a lot of people do. Yeah. Where did you meet? Well, yeah, I'm personally going to say skip. Skip. 
And that's it. Thank you so much for listening. You can go back and listen to our bonus episode from Monday, How I Drink Extra Juice. Make sure to listen back to that now before a new bonus episode next Monday. And don't forget to like, rate and subscribe to the podcast. And we'll see you on Monday. We'll see you then. See you then. Love you. Bye. Bye. Subscribe to this podcast for free on the Go Loud app.